0: Oh, my God. I really want to apologize to you guys. This has really turned into a marathon. Um, This app is pretty basic, which suits me just fine. I'm an older dude. I'm not technologically savvy, so it suits me just fine. Unfortunately, I'm working under limitations. I want to apologize also because... When I did my original recording of the, um, first introduction, the one before volume two, um, I had some audio issues and I had to re, um, I had to re record the episode. Unfortunately, the intro and the outro music that you hear at the beginning of these podcasts, um, because of that limitation, um, the re-recording of volume one, I was unable to record the principles that I had started out on on the original episode. So I want to ask for your patience and forgiveness in this matter. Um, just call me a boomer and be done with it. He's a boomer. Okay, I'm a boomer. <laughs> anyway, so I, as as Providence would have it, and Providence is just a fa- a fancy way of saying as God's will would have it. Um, I ended exactly where my principles began. ...for the channel, and I know exactly where I left off. So I'm going to cover these principles, and then I'm going to go to the part where Volume 3 was supposed to take over. Okay? <laughs> Hang with me, fellas. We'll get through this. All right. The principles of the channel that I'm going to... ...that that I'm going to try to adhere to, and... um. Uh, I, try, I try very hard to stick to my principles. I'm going to try to be professional, professional in making these podcasts. Now, having said that, I do realize that it's not professional to mess up uh, the order of a podcast or the, the order of the stuff you're trying to cover, Yes, I understand. And I want to ask for your patience and your um, understanding that you're dealing with a tech illiterate boomer working from a very basic uh, podcast setup. Um, As they used to say in the government, mistakes were made. (laughs) Uh, And what I would add to that is mistakes will probably continue to be made. I just ask that you be patient and understanding and try to bear with me. Hopefully, the content that you receive is such that any boomerisms that I continue to make will be made up by the content that you listen to. Um, and as I said in the uh, introduction or the description in the introduction, any, any, any pearls that you get from what I'm babbling about, um, they're not for me. I'm not going to take credit. I can't take credit. They're not from me. They're they're wisdom that was granted for me through God, through his providence. So um, I just wanted to reiterate that point. And to further reiterate the point, Um, well, I, I guess that's enough said. Um, and as part of the professionalism goes, maybe I'm old and crotchety, you know, maybe I'm turning into old Abe Simpson, but I've, I've consumed a lot of podcasts a lot in since 2017 and there are a couple things I'm going to try to avoid on my own podcast. The first one is, is background noise. I want to try to keep that to a minimum. As a matter of fact, that's why I trashed the first recording. While recording, um, there was some background noise. And because I don't like that in when I'm listening to a podcast, I didn't see any reason to subject you to something that I don't like. But I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. I've listened to podcasts, um, live streams, actually. Not podcasts, necessarily, but live streams where the guests or the host, for that matter, will make background noise. And I'll give you a couple examples. They'll... They'll, uh, um, they'll, they'll bang cutlery around or they'll slurp. There was one podcaster who would make a point to slurp during his podcast. I quit listening to him after a couple podcasts. I couldn't, you know how obnoxious it is when somebody slurps their drink, when you're trying to listen to them, it's, it's obnoxious. Well, at least to me. You know, you may be a little more tolerant. To me, that's, um, and, and by the way, when I say professionalism, I mean taking what you're doing seriously to the point where you don't allow anything to detract from the quality of your podcast because it's a reflection of you. Now, I just got done saying, I don't view this podcast as a reflection of me. Everything that I do on this podcast is a reflection of God's blessings. However, that does not mean, well, especially because I'm trying to do God's will, I want this to be the very best it can be. They teach you in the traditional Catholic Church, or it's part of traditional teaching, Catholic teaching, that when you go to work, your attitude is supposed to be, I'm working for God. And my bosses were put above me by God. So I got to work as if I'm working for God. That's what they teach you. And it's very sound. I mean, even an atheist, um, You know, if you take the God equation out of it, you know, because obviously I don't believe in God. It's a fairy tale. It's a myth. It's a Sumerian legend. Okay, fine. Don't believe in God, but the principle is still valid. If you're going to go into your job, do the very best job you can and give the respect to your boss that I know a lot of bosses, because trust me, brothers and sisters, I've worked for them. Um, they don't deserve the respect that their title demands. But you have to have the attitude. I took the job, I played the game. Well, maybe you think you don't have to. Uh that's my attitude anyway. But um the background noises. Um, to get back to that. Um there there, there, are, there, have been some live streams, and, you know, I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you're kind of familiar with how live streams work. If you're not, go to YouTube. There are tons of them. But they, um, you know, because it's streaming in real time, the comments are on the live stream. They'll be making these obnoxious background noises. And I've listened to some of these live streams where the complaints will come in and they'll insult the guy for making the comment, or they'll they'll make the noises that they were making before. They'll purposely make it louder just to be just to be an a-hole. And you know, that's not how I roll. But it, you know, um, I was, uh, in, in the first episode, I made mention of technical issues. Uh, I think that was God sending me a message because I was, I was going to say that, you know, I hate it when there's technical issues on, on a stream or a podcast, you know, given the fact I just had to apologize for my own technical issues and for my own boomerisms that was God telling me, hey, shut up and humble yourself and, and quit being such a nitpick so I'm gonna we'll we'll leave that uncommented on um as well as being professional I'm gonna um I'm gonna try to be charitable. um now in the past, um, not so long ago, I lived in a large Midwestern city for 15 years and I used to have to take the bus to get to and from places cause it's, it's a large city. It's over, it's over a million people. And so, you know, just, you have to take the bus. If you don't have a car, there's no choice. You can't walk anyway. I would get on the bus now at this time I was I was going to the Vatican II sect. And you know, I understood Chris, Christian principles. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest and say dimly. And when I say dimly, I just mean it was shallow. It was shallow. Anyway, um But I used to get on with my headset on and I've been told by more than one person that I basically have a look on my face that would curdle milk, you know, and I'm I'm sure you've seen that expression on, you know, other people's faces. Yeah, I'm sure you got a general idea of what I'm talking about. So basically, I'm wearing a headset and I got a face, you know, I got my game face on, which basically is telling people, don't talk to me, don't bother me. You go your way, I'll go my way and we'll both be happy. This has happened to me and you could say, well, you're in a large city and maybe that's part of it. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to argue that particular point, but. I'm on, I sit by myself I purposely If there's a spot open You know That's isolated I sit in that spot And I zone out And I just listen to my music And like I said This has happened more than once It's happened more than three times People would come up to me Would come up to me And try to talk to me With my headphones on And even though I got the music on, I can kind of hear what they're saying. And they're telling me like, some of them are telling me real private, personal crap that I wouldn't tell a complete stranger that I don't know some rando on a bus, but they're telling me and others just, you know, they want to talk, you know, they don't care that I have a headset on. They want to talk. And they're going to talk now, for the most part, I would just keep the headset on and the people with a little awareness would understand that, you know, I'm an unsociable individual and, you know, would go their separate way, probably cursing me under their breath. And quite frankly, I probably deserved it, given my attitude. But others, others would still talk. And I'm thinking to myself, and you have to understand, my attitude then is not the same as it is now. Of course, I'm not the same person now that I was then. I, I, I have changed a little bit or I'm hoping I'm hoping God is is changing me cuz I'm really I'm really asking him to help me but they would continue to talk to me and this has got to be the grace of God cuz it wasn't from me because a few years if that had happened a few years earlier I would have cursed that dude up and down to his face him his family his dog you know, his cat, and told him if he didn't get out of my face, I was going to stomp him a mud hole. But like I said, this has to be God. I I, I, I can tell you this, this was not my natural inclination. In the same tone of voice that I'm speaking to you right now, I would take off my headset and I would say, I'm sorry, sir, or ma'am, I can't hear you. I, I was... Listening to my music. Did did you want to talk to me? And when I said that. People got the message. And left me alone. And. The reason I'm bringing this up. Is. There, there was a lot. There's a lot of spiritual sins there you know that we can go through that's not the purpose of the story the purpose of the story was to explain that the christian journey um and even in the protestant churches they taught you this it's not a it's it's not a sprint it's a marathon meaning you're not you know you're not going to get baptized and automatically become a saint that's not going to happen it takes time and all this time, God had been working in me that instead of getting up and kicking the dude's butt for, for bothering me, um, I basically politely or as polite as I was back then, just, you know, kind of fobbed him off, you know, got rid of him. But the second point is, is also that I do realize I like charity, I, I do realize that, from from the bottom of my being, I do recognize that I like charity. And basically, all charity is is God. God loved you, or still loves you, I should say, still loves you, even though sometimes you do things out of ignorance that you shouldn't. But you, you know, those of you who are brutally honest with yourselves. And by the way, I'm not including the atheists and the agnostics. Yes, yes, yes. We know Richard Dawkins and the Four Horsemen disprove God. Um, that's that's very interesting. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you can talk to your atheist friends all about it. I'm not interested. But for those of you. Who do consider yourself Christian. Um, Charity. What charity means basically is. God loved you when you did stuff out of ignorance that you didn't know was bad. But there were, you know, if you're brutally honest with yourself, you're going to admit that you purposely did stuff that you knew God didn't like. But, you know, I, I can't speak for any of you. We're all individuals. So, and that's another principle of this channel too. When I say stuff like this, I'm mainly referring to myself. Because as I said in, 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 in volume two, um, everything or most things that I talk about when I do these podcasts, I've been guilty of at one time or another to one greer to another, uh, very, very, uh, you know. Like I said, the purpose is not to 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 make you think that I'm trying to wag a finger in your face. the The purpose of me, you know, doing this is to tell you that, yeah, I've been there, and I know, I know about that. And I, you know, there's, um, anyway, I covered, I covered that, that aspect of this channel on the second volume. I don't want to get repeat old, old hash, but if God can love you, even though you purposely do stuff that, you know, that he hates. If you're being brutally honest with yourself. Why can't you show that same kind of understanding and love. To your fellow human being. You know. I'm not asking you. To take a homeless man and putting up in in your house or apartment. I'm not not saying you got to do that. Now God bless you. If you feel compelled by the Holy Ghost to do that knock yourself out i'm but that's not what i'm suggesting what i'm suggesting here is is that out of you know out of gratitude to god and here's my point and he, this is why i'm trying to get the charity part right now it, in my in my in my um in my striving toward charity My inclination, for lack of a better term, is I'm doing this not because I like human beings as a general rule, because as I think I covered previously, I'm not a big fan. (laughs) I'm not a big fan. I'm a loner by nature and I'm antisocial. And I pretty much have been that way since middle school, if not before. But, if God can love me when I did stuff that I knew he hated, I can at least show compassion and understanding to people. Even, even, God loves me. God loves me. He loves you. He loves every human being. But I, you know... It, it, my my basic attitude is turnabout is fair play. No, um, I'm being I'm being honest here. I I don't care for human beings as a general rule, but that's not the point. If God can love me, I can show compassion and understanding to those that I don't particularly care for, and that applies especially to those who you might find their behavior or their lifestyle offensive. And don't get it twisted. Please do not get it twisted. I'm not making excuses. I'm not making for excuses for people that, you know, do stuff that's not natural. I'm not making excuses for them. And I'm especially, of uh, well, the people... That try to find biblical, you know, biblical passages, and try to twist those passages to um, to justify their their behavior. I, I I don't hold them in any higher regard than the neo Catholics or the neo conservatives. These people are basically being, at the very best, they're being dishonest with themselves. At the very worst, they're just being dishonest. Period. But what I'm saying here is, is that, um, and it it behooves us all to remember this, this principle that I always used to tell people, I always used to tell people. You know, when they, oh, that dude admitted to being a child molester. Oh, he, he's horrible. He should be put to death. And I just look at him and say, well, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. You just haven't admitted to yours. And they give me like a stupid look or they try to argue with me. I just ignore them. There's a story, I think it's in the book of John, where the Pharisees were going to stone a woman caught in the act of adultery. And they go to Jesus because they're, they're, they're they're trying to get enough ammunition against Jesus to get him executed. So they're hoping he'll say something... That's not in, you know, Hebrew teachings So that they can haul him up before, you know The judges and get him executed And they ask him Hey, we caught this lady in adultery What should we do with her? And he just, he didn't even look at him He was writing in the ground He was writing in the ground Didn't even look at him Didn't even look at him You know what he said? He said Let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And you know what those dudes did? They dropped their rocks and walked away like a dog that just got its butt kicked. And just as a little extracurricular information, some biblical commentators have said that what Jesus was writing in the ground was the names and the sins of the guys who were going to stone that woman caught in adultery. Now, here's here's this thing at the end of the story. The Jesus looked at the woman and he says, where are your accusers? And she says, they're not here. He said, well, neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. I'm going to repeat this for for emphasis sake, go and sin no more. That means if you commit a major sin, you know, don't do it again and then act all self-righteous when somebody else commits a sin of equal or lesser value. And generally the stuff that we judge others on is, is of stuff that we've done 10 times worse if we're being brutally honest with ourselves. But, um, so lack, um, lack of self-righteousness is the key and like i said i think i covered this in in one of the two ep- previous episodes there's no you know i think i've gone overly long on this point um i will be trying to be charitable but on the same token i will not tolerate insults toward god mary or the true catholic church now what that means is, is I've been on the internet long enough to know the internet games. Atheists like to go on the Christian uh, podcast message boards and say stupid stuff. Protestants like to go on Catholic message boards and say stupid stuff. And I don't, I don't personally have the mindset or the toleration I mean, if you want to leave stupid comments about how you disagree with me, I'll just ignore that. But if you insult Jesus, his mother, or the Holy Catholic Church, I will, if I'm able to, if you do this on a message board that I'm able to moderate, I will ban you. And that's a promise. I'll ban you in a New York minute. Won't think twice. So please, please. Please try to be respectful. Um, I'm I'm by the way, I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm not asking you to say that I'm right or any of that. You disagree with me all you want to. All I'm saying is, well, first of all, if what I'm saying you don't agree with, why are you here? <laughs> why are you here? And in my experience, when an atheist goes to a Christian message board, it's just a, to, to be an edgy boy or to, or to crap house. Same thing with Protestants. And, and by the way, Protestants, I do know that there are Catholics who go on the Protestant message boards and troll you guys too. I'm not making excuses for those guys either. But somebody's got to stop, don't they? It's got to stop somewhere, right? Um, the other principle is um, I'm not a saint, I'm not a prophet, and I'm not an intellectual. As I said in the introduction, I'm a high school grad. A lot of people like to get puffed up because they're their college They're college educated. They got a a piece of paper. In my experience, and I've lived on three different college campuses in my life. In my experience, this doesn't, and don't be taking this personally. This is not, you know, if you studied for four years and you worked hard and got good grades. Okay. This, you know, if the shoe fits where, if it doesn't move on, don't take it personal. But my experience, um, going to college, especially in the last fifteen years, it's it's basically an indoctrination school. They really don't teach you how to think. They really, I mean, they'll teach you in whatever field that you're trying to get your degree in, but they're not really going to give you the knowledge that you. Probably need to get through life And I know I said in an earlier Episode That I wasn't going to make You know get too self uh, Make too many um, Tell too many stories Because this isn't about me This is about the message But occasionally I'm going to have to draw From uh, From periods in my life To make a point This is one of those times. And I hate to tell you guys, I will try to keep it to a minimum, but there are going to be occasions when you're going to have to listen to an old boomer story. I was, when I was living on one college campus, there was a dude I used to party with. Now, emphasis on the word party with. Okay. Meaning I don't feel any better than he does. And he never acted any better than me, even though he was going to school and I was working. However, the purpose of this story is this guy would stay drunk 24 7. And I knew him for three out of the four years he went to college, or maybe two out of the four years he went to college. But that guy was drunk 24 7. And I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. Now, I drank, and I drank heavy. But I wasn't drinking 24-7. But when I did drink, oh, man, I could tie one on. And, you know, I'm not bragging. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not proud of that. I'm just stating a fact. Anyway, this dude ended up getting a degree with a D average. And the reason I raised this issue... Is because I've noticed on social media the appeals to authority. And what I mean by appeals to authority, well, what are your qualifications? I went to Harvard or I went to a major state school. Okay. I've been, like I said, I've lived on three major college campuses, not all. Not all, I repeat, not all college students act this way. but a lot of the college students I saw basically went to class from Monday to Thursday night and spent Thursday night to Sunday morning getting hammered and doing whatever it is college kids do. Use your imagination on that one people. I'm not I'm not throwing stones at them. I'm not. but, What I'm saying is, is that just because you got a piece of paper from a diploma mill does not make you smarter, more talented, more insightful, better looking, um, whatever, whatever uh, prideful or puffed up things you want to think about yourself. You're no different than anyone else. And, you know, that's the bottom line. And a little humility can go a long way, especially if you want to get to heaven. Um, as far as the saint goes, I'm, I'm, I am publicly on a public platform admitting that I led uh, a very, very sinful life. I did lead a very sinful life. But when I say these things, keep two things in mind. Number one, you know, this, uh, I'm going to diverge a little bit. Number one, this isn't about you. Um, I've, I, I've listened to a podcast, one of my favorite podcasters, actually. He does live chats and every other, well, sometimes it seems this way. Every other podcast, he has to call out members of his chat and tell them, get over yourself, you know, this is general. this is nothing to do with you. This isn't directed at you. But number two is that um I, I when I do these podcasts, it's in it's it's generalities. A generality is exactly what it says. It's a generality. It's not it's not aimed at anybody. And by the way, a generality is not the same thing as a broad brush. They're two different things. A generality, because it's general, means the majority or a lot of people act this way. Not everybody. A broad brush says everyone acts this way. Um, but anyway, when I when I do these podcasts... I'm not I'm not thinking to myself, "Oh boy. Oh, I'm such a great guy, man." <laughs> no. When I do these podcasts, I realize how far I fell and how I'm trying to pick myself back up and 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 leave the rubble that I was living in. And I'm hoping and I'm hoping that God uses me through what I say to touch you guys in a personal way, just not in a Vatican II way, or give you some insight or whatever it is you need to make, you know, to put God first. But, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not thinking and I, and I do realize there are some self-righteous individuals on social media. I've met them. Well, not personal. Well, some of them personally, others, you know, I've listened to their podcasts. There are some insufferably self-righteous people out there. I'm just telling you, I'm not one of them. Okay? So don't try. And I do realize, and there's nothing I can do about this. And, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. There are people who are still going to try to turn this around on me and make it a bad thing. They can say what they want. The other thing is, I mean what I say, and mean, I mean what I say, and say what I mean. Now I understand in today's social media world that passive aggressiveness is a real thing. And by the way, it used to be confined to the internet. Passive aggressiveness. I'm beginning to even notice passive aggressiveness in the people you interact with in public. And, you know, I, you guys probably already know what I'm talking about, but in case you need an example, they'll give you a seeming compliment, but it's a veiled insult. And they're acting like you're too stupid to know what they're saying, because in their mind, you are too stupid to understand what they're saying. And, um... All I'm trying to tell you guys is I'm not that guy. Everything I say I mean and I'm being truthful about. And you know i'm I'm not I'm not trying to win an internet argument or none of that crap. I'm not interested in it. my my attitude on this podcast was what my attitude was when I was on Twitter. I, I had three hundred followers on Twitter, okay? Um, I didn't care I used Twitter to vent My political frustrations And I didn't care if I had 300 Or a thousand Or a million Or half a million I didn't care Likes Likes didn't bother me None of that I just wanted to vent And if I got some likes And some good comments along the way Oh that's gravy But You know, that's not what I was in it for. I'm very plain spoken. I'm going to do probably an episode about a couple of podcasters. And I probably will name them because these guys, I admire them deeply. And if you admire straight shooting and direct and to the point and simple, you know, talk I think you'll like these guys the way I do But I think the reason why I like them Is they're like me um, Kind of in personality Everyone's an individual We do differ You know, in, in different ways But I see a lot of These guys, by the way One of them's only a couple years younger than me The other one He's about 10 or 15 years younger than me, but I feel like, you know, when I, when I listen to these guys, I just felt like, you know, we had a lot in common and I, 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 I'm almost ashamed to admit that because I'm talking about a podcaster, you know, somebody I don't even know personally. And I've always looked down my nose at these guys who celebrity worship. It's like he's a, he's a movie star. He's a guy with good looks, a modicum of acting talent, and he gets paid a crap load of money to pretend. Sure. He, he gets to, you know, he gets to go out with hot women, but lots of guys who aren't movie stars go out with hot women. You don't, you don't hero worship them, you know. Anyway, um, I try to be as honest as I can. Now, honesty, for me, I don't know if you've ever heard the expression, honesty is is not only the policy, it's the only thing. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that I've always been this way. I've noticed that since I've gotten older, God has given me the grace and wisdom to take on this principle and keep me in it because I'm going to tell you that I have told the truth when it, it, I had nothing to gain by telling the truth. And once again, I'm going to have to give a slight example. This one will be quick though. I worked at a hospital for three years and I walked out of the job because I was mad at my boss. I, I'm sorry. Um, I had to, or I walked out of a job because I was mad at my boss. And um, I, I kind of floated around from job to job and then when I was at my last job, I heard that the position that I had left had come open and that the supervisor that I was mad at had quit. And that I could probably reapply and get it back. During the interview process, they asked me, they said, um, why did you leave? Or how did you leave? Or something to that degree. And I, I told them the truth. You know, and I'm not gonna lie, part of it was Part of it was that, you know, if you lie about something like that, eventually it's going to come out, and then you're going to get canned. And the consequences, because this was a state-run hospital, therefore it was a state job. Um, You know, getting caught in a lie in that situation is never good. But I'm, I'm also going to be honest and say that part of it was just my principle. You know? Um, they, they, I owed them the truth. They asked me an honest question. I owed them the truth. So that's, that's the type of person or that's, that's, that's how honest I try to be. I'm trying to be as humble as I can now to all intents and purposes and I honestly believe this myself, I thought I was a humble guy. And outwardly, it looked that way. And then it was, you know, here lately, when I've been trying to follow God closely and do what he asks of, you know, wants of me, I realized that I wasn't nearly as humble as I thought I was. I had a lot of pride. You know, it just was, Unexamined pride. It, you know, I hadn't done any soul searching, but I am working on that aspect of my personality. And I am trying to be sincerely godly, humble. And when I say godly, I mean the kind of humble that God wants, not the kind of humble that, you know, other people see. I'm trying to follow my religion as best as I can. When you know, this is the third episode. I think you've heard enough of my backstory to know that if I really believe in something, I jump in feet first. So it should come as no surprise. I'm trying to be the best true true Catholic I can be. Um, However... Uh, once again, I'm probably, I'm going to be truthful. Uh, I know that I've been lazy, slothful, and have had f- uh, foot in both camps. You know, and I've been, you know, I've acted, even though I was going to church and stuff, I've acted no better than a heathen. Than the heathen I was Maybe a little better Through God's grace But I'm saying In God's eyes I wasn't You know I wasn't up to snuff And when I decided That it was time for a change I decided I didn't half butt it When I decided to try To join the army I put You know My best foot forward And I did everything I could To make sure I got in And that I passed Basic Basic and you know, did my time. Well, if I could do that for a government organization bureaucracy, why can't I do that for the for the God who loved me even when I didn't love him? You know, um, that's that's my takeaway from that. And I do not I really dislike um, arrogant, prideful, and dishonest people. And there's a lot of those type of people on the internet. There is. There's a lot of people like that on the internet. And they're, you know, they're insufferable. However, for the sake of charity... I'm always going to give a person the benefit of the doubt until they prove me otherwise, you know. And by the way, that's another principle I live by. I take people at their word. If you tell me, well, I did this, this, and this, I'll take you at your word if I don't really know you that well. But if later on down the line I find out you've lied to me or you have been lying to me, Or you're just, you know, you're self-delusional and, you know, you don't know that you're lying to yourself. Well, I'm not going to dog you out for that. Um, I just, you know, but I, I can't be around a person like that. You know, it's dangerous. That type of person will get you into danger quick. Now, if you're doing that crap on purpose... Yeah, then no, then then there's then I got no time for you and I want no part of you. It's just that simple. And by the way, you know, I know there's going to be some people that are going to try to make, you know, make a deal out of this. Um I don't I don't think I've ever purposely been arrogant. Now, I might have been arrogant in the spiritual sense in God's eyes, but I don't think I've ever been purposely arrogant. Um, But I have been prideful and dishonest, like I said. Um, As I've grown older, I try to be as honest as I can be. But if a person is doing these things and is unaware, you know, they're doing it out of ignorance... You know, I can understand that and I could try to be charitable to that. But if a person actually knows, but they justify their behavior for whatever twisted logic, well, it's not even really logic, but whatever twisted rationale they come up with, who wants to be around that person? I mean, and by the way, if you're married to that person, you have my my heartfelt sympathy. Because these people They're not easy people to be around Okay So Those were the principles I wanted to cover In the first episode And looking back on it Maybe I got a little long winded And I probably did Because this is the third episode And I'm running on fumes right now (laughs) and i've i've used up the majority of this of the time that i have to record i will try to cover the third the third part um i think i said in the second episode i was going to refer to American society and American culture because that's my experience. That's what I know. And I have to say in American society and uh, I noticed this long before I I, I, before I tried to follow Jesus Christ that Americans is a general rule, a general rule, not a broad brush tend to be very shallow, superficial people. They judge on appearances. They judge on, you know, um, uh, the, the job that the person does, uh, if they have a college education, if they uh, have a nice big house, or, you know, all the externals. And part of that shallowness is, is that they don't try to get, you know, they they don't try to get an insight into the people they're dealing with. You you know, I don't know if any of you have noticed this particular trend or not, but, you know, we are shallow and superficial. And going back to, I think it was the second episode, you know, uh, one of the, uh, one of the, Podcasters I listen to, he's European and he bags on Americans all the time. Now, in all fairness, sometimes I think he's being a little harsh on Americans. You know, he's singling him out. But overall, I think some of his points are valid. And, you know, part of, I think part of the reason why um, People from outside the US View Americans As giant a-holes Is because a lot of Americans Go to their country And act like they own the place And just have these unbearable attitudes You know And, and if you talk to them about it They wouldn't even probably be aware That they act this way But we are very shallow and superficial And And I do think, but I'm not the type of person that's a philosopher that's going to take things apart. Um, I, I Like I said in an earlier podcast, uh, the Catholics have what they call um, natural reason. And like I said, I'm going to call it common sense. Natural reason, that's an elegant way of saying common sense in my book. But my common sense has shown me when dealing with, with you know, I, oh, I'm sorry. Um, my common sense, I have not been able to figure out if this is a, a modernity problem, you know, a problem with modernity. It, it possibly is. And it's probably a mixture of a lot of things or is it a a problem with Americans in general i think it's a little bit of both i think it's our culture you know what gets pushed what doesn't get pushed and i think part of it is modernity just you know and that's um before i end this this episode i just want to point out that um we Um, we, we tend to take the superficial view because we're, we're, we are part of modernity. I'm sure you've all heard the internet expression, a fish, you know, a fish in water doesn't know what's in water. And that, that has, that has a truth to it you know, we are a product of our time and our place. Those of you who are Christian, I know have also heard, you're supposed to be in the world, but not of it. Which means, you know, those of you who have read traditional Catholic um uh teachings, which means that, yeah, we're part of the world, but we're, our goal, if we're to be closer to Jesus, is to be cl- uh, as close, as acting as much like him as possible and not acting like everybody else. And I, you guys of a certain age will uh, sure have heard this expression. If, you're, if your buddies all jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you do it? That's the basic principle. Just because society is doing its thing, does if you consider yourself to be a true follower of Jesus Christ, doesn't mean you have to do it. And as a matter of fact, you're expected not to do it. You're expected to be the example that those guys that are swimming in the waters of modernity and culture, they look at you and they say, man, this guy's not like you know me and my buddies. Maybe... I should change, you know, I should change. And maybe they might go up to you and say, hey, you know, can you can you can you tell me what, what your secret is or whatever? And then you'll give, you know, you get a chance to bend their ear, the way I've been bending yours. Anyway, guys, this is the end of volume three. Unfortunately, this is gonna go into volume four. Once again, I apologize for the marathon. And I know my phone rang during the podcast. I'm going to ask for your um, patience on that. I'm not recording the third episode a second time. I'm just going to leave it in and hope that you guys will be understanding. Anyway, thank you for listening. I really hope that God touches you and... That you're, that you have an open mind and an open heart and that you get whatever ramblings, you know, whatever ramblings I give you, I hope that God is working through me and that he reaches you. Have a good day guys. God bless you. Bye bye.